This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by NUMA.com. That's N-U-M-A, an easier way to get your phone calls answered, flat fee, monthly. It'll pay for itself in no time. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jance and my guest today is Kim Beasley. She is the founder and CEO of Agape3 Business Services, providing online marketing, WordPress development, and she's also the author of Creative Introverted Entrepreneur. So, Kim, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I didn't mess up the name of your business, did I? Isn't it Agape3? Oh, that's perfect. Most people have to ask me how to pronounce that, and you did perfect. I can't actually remember. I knew at one time. What does the word agape mean? Sharing God's love. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I knew I'd heard it before, but all right. So let's hear a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. I know that you have, uh, uh, this is a rare thing. I'm interviewing somebody who lives in Kansas City as as listeners know my hometown. I don't do that all the time. But uh, you you have, uh, I won't say a long journey, but longer than some. So you want to talk a little bit about your kind of journey to where you are now? My journey, believe it or not, started when I was nine years old. Oh, wow. My brothers and I, uh, there was a, like a little shack next to our house. We converted into a little store. We <laughs> went to a, a regular store, bought candy, and we put it in our little store for the kids whose parents wouldn't allow them to buy candy. Uh- <laughs> yes, we did mark up. So and, what, what did you call it? Rebel candy stores? <laughs> I don't know. It didn't last long because um, someone broke in and took everything. But uh, it wasn't a little. It, it wasn't real secure and all like that. But it was my first, you know, journey into entrepreneurship. And from there, I knew I didn't. I I was gonna have my own business someday. Um, and, went and, into high school, took a test, said I wouldn't fit into a nine to five college, didn't finish, and then went into corporate America, went back to college, finished, and now here I am running a business that I based my MBA thesis on. Huh. And and you've had your, your existing business for about 15 years, right? Oh, yes. Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so let's unpack the title of your book, Creative Introverted Entrepreneur. I mean, there are books about all three of those things, <laughs> you know, <laughs> books about creative, uh, books about being an introvert, books about being an entrepreneur. Uh, what what kind of led you to, to mash those things together? Well, I am creative. Yes. I am introverted. Most people don't realize that I am an introverted person. And I'm an entrepreneur. I wanted to be able to share my story to help others um, who may be struggling and who are who find that they are similar to me. Yeah. So, so I think that that actually begs to maybe define introvert because I think there's a lot of misinformation. You know, a lot of people think, oh, that person that gets up there and is like telling jokes at the party, you know, that's an extrovert. And an introvert is somebody that, you know, stands in the corner and, <laughs> You know, and I think that, I mean, I tell people all the time, I, you know, I'm a public speaker. I you know, mm-hmm. speak to a lot of groups. I put a lot of stuff out there, but I'm an introvert. Um, and, and I think a lot of it's because I actually find more joy in, you know, in writing or in like figuring out how to like tinker with some software or something 
you know, maybe <laughs> that would be, you know, going out and like talking to a whole bunch of people. But I, I think there's a lot of misperception about that, don't you? I totally agree. I am kind of an ambivert where yeah. I can be an introvert or an extrovert, but where I really thrive is being an introvert because I can take a book, give me a corner, and I'm good to go. I yeah. don't have to be the center of attention at a party. I can be, but I don't have to be. Yeah. And I think that's the difference between an extrovert and an introvert. Yeah, I heard somebody um, I had on the show before talk about it as um, the, that it's where you get your energy. It's like how you recharge. Yeah. You know, it's some, some people recharge by like networking with a whole bunch of people, you know, and other people like <laughs> recharge by, you know, spending some time on their own. I think that's a good way to look at it. Um, so there have been, as I mentioned a couple of times, I've had a couple of people on this show over the years that have written books on, on, you know, being an introvert. When, when did you feel like you had something that needed to be said in the form of a book? Uh, <laughs> this is another interesting story. I was on, a, um, I was on a, a Google hangout with Tony Morrison mm-hmm. and this was back in about Tony hanging out. Is that what it was? <laughs> well, we weren't hanging out. I was part of a, a, a panel who yeah. were asked to uh, participate in asking her questions, and then she would sign a book electronically for us. Awesome. And I asked her about being a closet writer and how I have four books written that I hadn't published. And she was the person who said, just publish it. Press the button. (laughs) And that was my encouragement to publish my first book. Well, you could have worse people tell you to write a book. (laughs) Uh, So are there lessons in this book? So, so clearly um, I think you're giving encouragement to the introvert, but are there lessons in this book for people who are not. So like, let's say I lead a team, I lead a team of creatives. You know, I probably need to understand how they think and respond. And um, so, so would you say that there are lessons for people who, you know, who, who wouldn't ever consider themselves an introvert? Oh yes. I wrote the book from the standpoint of, yes, I'm creative. Yes. I'm an introvert and an entrepreneur, but at the same time, any one of those titles can find something in the book that will help them. Yeah. So um, I talk about uh, self-talk mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, uh, and how it can help you. And that's something that's important to an entrepreneur. you got to encourage yourself. So, uh, yeah, I, I believe that each one of those types of people can find something in this book. It's kind of funny, and I don't know if you've noticed this evolution uh, over the years. I suspect you have. But, you know, when you called somebody an introvert, that used to be something that they were told to work on, to overcome. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of celebrated almost, doesn't it? I am proud to be an introvert and I don't feel I have anything to overcome uh, simply because to me, an introvert is not anything to be ashamed of. It's uh, it's a personality trait that you choose to pull your energy from the inside of you in order to excel or in order to succeed. And that's just the way you operate. And it's okay. It really is okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I, I think a lot of people are coming to that realization. Didn't always used to be the case. You know, the people were told to like come out of their shell. Right. Um, as opposed to what, you know, we need like that. <laughs> so, and I think like I, I, I would probably, you know, at a, at, you know, 
at a much younger age, probably there are times people would have uh, referred to me as, you know, they used to call me hyper. Now they would call them ADD, uh, maybe, <laughs> you know, and that was certainly looked at as like a trait to overcome. And I think now a lot of people come to the realization that, you know, managed, it's an awesome trait, <laughs> you know, for, for getting more done. And I think that's, you know, that's true of all of our personality traits. I'm laughing because um, I was one of those kids who was always ahead of the class. Mm -hmm. So my teacher had, and, and, and I was always completing my work early. I was uh, the smart kid. Yeah. So my teacher uh, in the third grade actually had to create extra work for me. So mm -hmm. the ADHD, it hadn't been yeah, yeah. Uh, diagnosed at the time yeah. <laughs> when I was in third grade. So I was just considered a smart kid and someone who had to be kept busy. So, so as an entrepreneur, would you say that, um, that this attribute has presented any unique challenges? Ooh, as an entrepreneur, I would definitely say there are challenges. Um, I work with a lot of corporate clients. And mm -hmm. when um, you work with a lot of corporate clients, sometimes that may be your only client. And if they, for instance, say they want to furlough you right. uh, indefinitely, then you have to, as an entrepreneur, realize you need to have a backup plan. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't have a backup plan, then you get afraid and try to figure out how you're going to have money coming in. And one of the things that I'm excited that I had was a black backup plan mm -hmm. where um, not only have I had that opportunity where I have my books, I have my uh my web design, I have all these different avenues, streams of income that were there to help out while I was on, you know, I was on furlough from the corporate position. Now, one of the things that entrepreneurs have to think about is what are the different ways that I can bring income into my business? And if, if they can think of different ways to do that, if one goes away, the rest, if they're strong, can pick up where that one uh, left off. Yeah, and I think the nice thing about in this day and age, I mean, there's so many ways to leverage what you do into other channels, into products, into speaking, into things. So yeah, it's it's you're silly if you're not thinking of those other other avenues. You know, not as a way to get scattered, but just as you said, as a way to give you a plan B if, if necessary. So. You are a woman in a male-dominated uh, industry. Further, um, yes. you happen to be a black woman in a male-dominated yes. uh, industry. Um, have, have those elements presented any unique challenges? Or, you know, again, I think a lot of entrepreneurs just say, this is what I got to deal with. I can move on. But I'm curious if, if those elements have, um, if you've felt they've held you back, they've propelled you, had challenges, I'd love to know. Um, it, I've been doing this for longer than I've had a business. I used to work in corporate America in IT. I had a man in a, uh, in a team I was on. He told me that I should be home pregnant and barefoot just like his wife. <laughs> uh, I was interviewed by HubPost uh, Hub, uh, Hub about this, how I was kind of bullied because he, he was really adamant about that. And one of the things that that I have learned over the years that when I face adverse, adversity like that, you that I don't blow up on them. Yeah. I have a tendency as an introvert to yeah. sit back 
think things through and figure out a plan on how to overcome it. I overcame it because I ended up becoming his manager. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, It's all about how you handle the uh, adversary. adversary. Yeah. It's all in how you handle that, uh, the adversary uh, time and, and, and also, as a black woman in a male-dominated uh, industry, I've learned not to use it as a weapon, but uh, but to use it as a, a standing point of saying, regard, regardless if I'm black, regardless if I'm a woman, I can accomplish everything I've set my ma- mind to because it's in me to do it, not because of who I am, what you can see visibly is in my... Um, empowerment that I give myself saying, this is something I want to accomplish. I'm going to do it. This is what it takes to do it. Let me do it. When people call your business, they want answers. They want them now. They want them 24-7 these days. If you're having trouble answering your phones, if you just don't think you're doing it as well as you could, or you're wasting time answering the same questions over and over again, check out NUMA.com. That's N U M A. It's like adding an entire another staff member. They'll answer the phones for you. They'll direct them where you want them to go. They can transcribe messages, send you text alerts. $49 a month flat fee. It will end up paying for itself in no time. That's NUMA.com. N-U-M-A.com slash duct tape. That's right. NUMA.com slash duct tape. And you can try it out free for 30 days. Yeah. Have you, have you felt at times that you, you know, being, you know, particularly a woman in, in a male dominated industry, have you felt at times you've had to work harder? You've had to prove yourself. You're valuable. <laughs> Sorry. I laughed over your answer. <laughs> uh, yes. I, uh, what came to mind, what caused me to laugh was a position I had at a major corporation in the telecom industry where I was not only doing my job, I was doing the job of the two other guys that were on my team. And they kept, uh, the bosses kept giving me the employee of the quarter, employee of the year awards, and they were getting jealous. I was doing their work. So I finally had to ask the bosses to stop giving me the award because I was winning them every quarter and every year for like a year or two. And, and 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 in that instance, I had to learn: is it more important for me to be seen, or is it more important for me to be a team player? And I made that choice. And after I made that choice, the team members felt better when they were getting awards. Also, hmm. who have been some of your models, mentors? I'm curious. Oh gosh, it's so me. Of course. I mentioned Toni Morrison already uh, as an author. Uh, she has really inspired me. Um, a, another person that's inspired me, I would love to meet one day, is uh, Oprah Winfrey. I know a lot of people say, oh, I want to meet her. Oh, I want to be her. And and it has nothing to do with her fame and fortune. It's, it all has to do with the way she took adversity and triumph on, triumphed over it and became who she is today. Yeah. And yeah. and that's what I'm aspiring to do uh, in my own business and in my own life and to give back to the community. Uh, as part of my business, I have an internship 
where I bring interns in, train them how to handle what I do in my business, and then I give them an opportunity to become part of my team if they want to stay with me after 90 days or they can choose to take the knowledge they've gained and move on. That's me giving back to the community. And that's something that I want to really empower people in my business. Yeah, that's awesome. So, you know, it's interesting uh, in in kind of the digital world we're in now, certainly in the COVID world we're in right now, uh, introverts kind of rule, right? I mean, because yeah. <laughs> a sales call, you don't have to go sit in the client's office. It's- yes. <laughs> so uh, uh, what are you reading right now? I always love to ask authors that. Oh, gosh. How many books am I reading, really? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the problem with uh, with uh, business people in general is we've all got the stack, right? But uh, what are what are a couple that you think are pretty important right now for uh, life, for entrepreneurs, for anything? Um, I I would definitely say the one book that uh, I'm reading is Becoming by Michelle Obama. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a. a PBS uh, documentary um, that follows that out now too. I I love um, I love I love how she's taken her position and not only uh, I mean uh, yeah she's making money and all that but yeah. how she's helping others yeah. Uh, yeah. with that um, I I uh, one of my favorite and I go back and I re- this is a book that I revisit quite often. The new, uh, the uh, one minute manager. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I visit that not because I I need a refresher. It's it's simply because um, it's something that I really believe in. I am not a micromanager, and as mm-hmm. an entrepreneur, I don't have time to hold anybody's hand. And I tell my team that when they get hired on, I am not here to hold your hand. I'm here to give you the instructions and give you direction, give you documentation and let you do and and let you shine. And as an entrepreneur, I believe a lot of entrepreneurs have a hard time letting go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's one of those things that creative entrepreneurs have to learn how to do. Delegate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny when you mentioned that you, you've read that book over and over again. I um, I think that's a great practice as well when you find a book that you really like, uh, because, you know, a lot of people think, oh, I read that book. I got that, you know, but how many times have you gone back to that book and thought, oh, I, I didn't see that last time. I mean, because you're a different person, right? I, yeah. I think that's a yeah. great practice mm-hmm. of rereading books. So, so Kim, tell us where we can find more about you and your your work uh, that you're doing at Agape, and then uh, any, anything else you want to share with us. Um, well, you can always find me on my website if you want WordPress web design agape3.com. Um, if you're looking for social media, kimbeasley.com, and uh, those are the two places you can find me. You can always find me on social media by either looking up Agape Three Business Services or Kim Beasley Consulting. Yeah, we'll have that in the show notes. So, Kim, thanks so much for stopping by the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll see you out and about Kansas City when we're doing such things again. Great. Thank you for having me.